Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Blunt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 118 of the finest bow hunting podcast that has ever been recorded in Sherrard. This is the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right here in the Bucketorium. As always, I'm Steve, and uh, as always, there's Kurt, Eric, and Mark. You guys are always Kurt, Eric, and Mark, right? It's cool. I like how you went from, like, Kurt's here. Hey, guys. I'm Kurt. I'm here. Yeah. Eric's here. Hey, guys. What's up? To... Yeah, just Kurt, Eric, and uh, the Mark. I mean, they're we're, here. We're just all here. Yeah. I I literally we don't get to say left you guys the open. To, uh, I let you guys retort. So retort, <laughs> if you will. Well, Steve, how are you? Thanks for the the introduction. introduction. Yes. <laughs> see, what, <laughs> see what we're doing? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, loving the new studio lighting. Uh, I think you put that on Instagram. Maybe. No, I didn't. It's Christmas, so I put some blue lights in the studio, and uh, they might stay here forever. It's really, s- it's really setting the mood in here tonight. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we've got, got the min- midnight podcast. <laughs> we do. I, I I like the mood lighting, and uh, it's going to make for a fantastic podcast. You, you would know, think, it, you would think if someone saw our studio, like obviously it's a bow hunting podcast. There's dead deer and stuff in here, but. If you just looked at the table, you would think we were somewhere between hippies and alcoholics. 
because we got a salt lamp over here. No, he can't can't be an alcoholic hippie. Well, there's a there's a deer skull on the table, and then we got a lava lamp over there on the end. It's just, cool. I mean, we can be whatever we want to be. It's our podcast. And push latte cans everywhere. Yeah. So, but, hey. well, as I was uh, as I was saying, you know, the mood lighting makes for a fantastic podcast. What would not make for a fantastic podcast is if we didn't have these people in our lives, and these people are HHA Sports. Dot com. Hey, people. Hashtag single pin nation. Make sure you go on all social media and uh, post uh, pictures of your HHA sites. Scent Crusher could not live without those guys. Thank you so much, Scent Crusher, for all that you do. <laughs> that for has my literally work changed everything for Steve. <laughs> it has. Oh, man, I'm, I'm loving life. Uh, man, it's just, it's so good to be able to get the human odor out of my hunting get clothes get the butt stink then, off your hunting butt clothes butt stink out of my work clothes <laughs> which uh eh, someone got laid off again today but uh eh, no matter uh smith's custom meats and deer processing scott you are working extremely hard we uh we're super happy that you are right there in beautiful viola illinois guys are still time to shoot deer in illinois and iowa that's right season goes fresh to... snow on the ground yeah well, january, january 10th 15th ish i think Tenth. right 10th is us I don't know. It's like I'll have to check. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have should to know t- that. Uh, we're going to HHA this weekend. Friday, yes. we're headed down well, up to Wisconsin to do some podcasts with uh, Scott Bakken. Um, awesome guy. So if there's any questions or anything you'd like for him or about HHA in general, uh, let us know. I don't know. We got a four or five hour drive. Maybe we'll do like a. We've never done like a Facebook Live or like an Instagram Live, but we might do something like that just to pass the time. Change it up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. mix it up. You know, we can be oh, like yeah. everyone we, we else. We can do it. Yep. <laughs> Driving yeah, in your car. Doing a Facebook Live. Everyone does it these days. <laughs> well, I'm excited about it. What's up, everybody? Should. Headed to the stand. Got my sunglasses on and <laughs> going to go hopefully kill a big buck. We're looking for the big triple 10. He's got 40-inch G2s and a 14-inch uh, drop tine on his left side. But uh, he, he's 16 and a half years old this year. We passed him oh, for the last 15, and uh, I think he's finally time to put him on the ground. We call him Bull Buck because he might be a bull elk on the uh, elk farm next to where we hunt. <laughs> yeah, we've been chasing this buck for a long time. I have 600,000 trail cam pictures of him, and uh, yeah, great hunt. That's basically what a hunt. I don't know what even know what I'm talking about. What we're, what sent <laughs> me? Who knows? You know right what? There. No, it's fine. But you were speaking in English, so we'll thank a veteran for that. And mm-hmm. if you want to thank veterans, not not that there's anything wrong with not speaking English. I mean, speak whatever language you want because of veterans. They couldn't understand it any well. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> never yeah, mind. Hey, if you want to thank a thank a vet, uh, check out the Dark Horse Lodge. It's going to be a peaceful combat retreat for vets. Um, they could use some donations. Go to darkhorselodge.org. Find them on Facebook. Uh, I don't know if they're on Instagram. I'll have to check. But you can uh, email them. Any way you want to get money to them, go ahead and do it. The easiest way that I would suggest to you is you go to, because you're going to buy stuff on Amazon. So you go to smile.amazon.com. Select what you're going to buy. And then you get to you get an option to select from a lot of other great charities, but this is the one that you should do. And you click on that, and a portion of those proceeds will go to the Dark Horse Lodge. And it's not going to cost you any extra. So it's a win-win situation. Easy. All your Christmas shopping. Boom. Boom. There you go. And then guys who went and uh, seen some things now get to see hopefully some big things, you know, like deer, big fish, because the, they're working on being able to 
issue them hunting licenses and fishing licenses. Bringing and- that, um, raising money for them. We do our shoot um, once a year, and I know we've kind of talked about we're getting everything sorted out. Um, we're still figuring all that out. We're going to cap it off um, probably at 100 people. This year, I'm thinking 75 mm. to 100 people. We haven't quite decided. We got to look at what space we have because we have so many people. But it's going to, uh, but it's going to be all the proceeds for that are going to be donated probably to Dark Horse Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about them all the time. Figured it actually. It's a great get, cause. Yeah, and plus you get to shoot your bow all day and eat food and hang out with good people. So, so. why not? You know, guys. Um, you know, we'll we'll. Again, have more information about our shoot coming up. I can tell you that you'll, it'll be a, there'll be a code, and it'll be capped off, and you have to register. That way, we know who to expect and all that, and it'll be good. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's a real good time. Again, we'll we'll talk more about that in the future. Um, but again, check out Dark Horse Lodge, and we've got some really really cool things we're trying to work out for you guys. Just give us a little bit of time. It's the holidays, we're busy. It's the holidays, you know, we have to talk to family. Otherwise, mm, you never talk to me anymore. You're always doing that pod thing. That Thanks. broadcast. That <laughs> broadcast in Sheerard, Illinois. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we have Eric Clark from Where to Hunt. And Where to Hunt is an app that uh, could greatly benefit, I know, f- for sure, public land hunters. But, oh, yeah. But we're going to talk to him about it and learn a whole lot more about it. So if you guys want to check it out, he'll give you all that information. I'll have everything linked in the description. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right. On the uh, phone with us, we've got the uh, the mastermind behind the Where, the Where to Hunt app. Blah, Where to Hunt app. Eric Clark. That's a mouthful. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Good. I know there's another Eric over there, so we'll try not to confuse everybody, but I've never been called a mastermind before. That's a first. You guys are awesome already. <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually different for us because I'm talking to an Eric that I actually like, so, you know, we're already <laughs> off to a good start. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Shots fired. It's on. That's hilarious. So, uh, for those who don't know, explain what where to hunt, well, like what the app is, and explain the, the goal uh, of what, or what you were aiming for, you know, why you created this app. Sure. So I live in Wisconsin, in southeastern Wisconsin, a little town called Pewaukee. I like to really emphasize the P in Pewaukee um, because it sounds stupid. But um, I do a lot. I do a lot of public land hunting. I was raised public land hunting. My dad is a middle class working man. And uh, we went up to the Nicolay National Forest here in Wisconsin, which is like 300,000 acres of public hunting land. And um, I think my first five years of hunting, I never even saw a deer. I think I might have saw like a doe once, and it was like kind of moving through some thick stuff far off. And so we moved we we moved to a different spot uh, in the western part of the state called Prairie du Chien, where the Wisconsin and Mississippi River meet. Oh yeah, yep. and this is for and this is for gun hunting. So this is before I was a bow hunter, and you know then we go to this Prairie du Chien property, uh, state park, and we're seeing all kinds of deer. This was great. You know, so hunting's awesome. I have a great time gun hunting, and then I get into bow hunting, and then I, I'm like, well, I mean, the season's a lot longer. Yeah, it's much more intimate. You got to actually do some scent control. You can't take a 200 yard, 200 yard shot. Right. And, and it's uh, one of those things where in the early season you still got some daylight, so after work I could try to get out. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to drive. Prairie machines three and a half hours. The Nicolay's you know five six hours away. Um, so I'm trying to hunt locally, local public hunting land, and that's crowded where I'm from. I'm not too far out from Milwaukee, uh, which is like a bigger city here in Wisconsin, and 
I'm trying to go hunting locally and every time I try to get on a plot of land, I'm seeing other hunters or I finally get out there after doing some scouting. I think I'm in a good spot and, uh, nope, some dude comes walking up or I walk up on someone else. And this happened enough times where it starts, it starts to piss you off. Right. Um, so I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. You know, there's just gotta be a better way. I'm getting a red flashlight flash. I mean, I'm flashing my light at someone like Morse code trying to figure out how I can say F off in Morse code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just isn't, it just isn't working. So I spend, you know, 50% of my time scouting. I'm spending it trying to, to get away from other hunters, let alone try to figure out where the deer are. So it's this twofold problem. And, uh, I was like, well, I don't know. There's got to be a way. You got you got Onyx out there, and they show you property boundaries, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see something that says, you know, there's already a hunter in that spot, so I can look on my phone, and I can just avoid where that dude is, and I can go to a different spot, and he's happy, and I'm happy, and everyone's happier. Not only are we happier, we're hunting safer because I know there's someone on the other side of that hill or whatever it might be. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where the logic came from. Um, I just got sick of seeing other hunters in the woods, so I figured maybe I can just avoid them. Everyone's on their phones anyways. That's true. It, that is true. That's, That's true. A, yeah, it's a definitely a different way to look at a, a hunting app because normally, you know, you would say, well, I'm not telling you where I'm at, but private land's different or public land's different. I don't have a whole lot of experience in Illinois hunting public land. I don't feel like we have a, as much as Wisconsin and Iowa has, but um, mm-hmm. S- Steve, you've hunted some public ground in Iowa, and so have you, Eric. Yep. Right? And it happens all the time. You'll, I mean, you think you have a good spot, and then you go in there, and then you just see a tree stand 20 feet away, you know, it's Once like, daylight oh, hits, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you're like, oh there, there's that guy right there. Yeah. It's, it's totally different. Yeah, I mean, the sun comes up and you're like, wow, I didn't realize that was, you know, you're sitting in, you're sitting <laughs> yeah, in the same exactly. tree with some guy. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> 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 I like, uh, I, it's, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that, uh, man, you got to get enough people on there that if you're hunting public land, it just, it makes everybody's hunting better because number yeah, one, no, yeah. You don't want to walk up on somebody, and you don't want somebody walking up on you. Exactly. And, man, if only you could make this to, like, the bars where, you know, you can avoid a bunch of dudes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> where, where to go to bars where it's the only chicks. <laughs> you know, oh, you want to There's you, too many guys at that bar. I got to go on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But it's, it's – Tinder. Say, I think that's the app yeah. you're referring to. Same uh, – <laughs> you know, almost same concept, you know. You want to go where the uh, the less competition is. Uh, for the score. Well, I have one idea for this app, and then I want to hear more about it. My thought is, um, like, wherever you're public land hunting, if there's, like, signs for the park, you could put up stuff for your app, like, tired of hunters running in, like, you know, this app can... Mm -hmm. Well, that's how it is in Iowa. Like, at every parking parking lot in Iowa, a public spot, there's a one of those glass things, you know, you could put flyers in there or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure you'd have to get a hold of the DNR to unlock it or whatever, but... They're everywhere over there. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a something I'm I'm working on it. It's a it's a grind. Every every time I try to introduce this idea to someone else, it's a grind. But the the, the cool thing is that that it was an idea, and then I made it. You know, I made the app and it functioned, and then I've I've improved on it. Um, to talk about you know people not wanting to give their spots away. That was a big point of contention for a lot of hunters. I mean, I have, a, I have a response to that myself. I'm kind of like a dick about it because it's my little, you know, I'm so passionate about it. But yeah. public land, it's public land. It's not your land to begin with. It's not technically your spot. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't want anyone pissing me moaning. But um, you know, I, I look at it like it's a beacon to stay away. I'm not going to go. If there's a if there's a doctor, that means someone's there. I'm not going to go seek that person out. That's the weirdest thing I could possibly ever think to do in the woods. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's a, a blaze pink dot, but you know, it's a chick sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. 
So it's definitely a cool idea. What has the overall response been and growth of the app since you started? So when I first started it um, in 2014, it launched in the summer. So I, I spent a little bit of time trying to promote it and, and get the word out there. And the first time it launched, it just wasn't that great. Um, and then what happened is I, I ended up doing a lot of patches and fixes to it. So by the second season that it was launching, it was um, it was better. But what ended up happening is I got so many downloads in one day that it, it crashed my server. <laughs> oh, really? So it was like it was a good problem, but it was a problem nonetheless. So. I feared that a lot of people that finally got introduced to it decided they, that they didn't like it um, because it wasn't working. So then I kind of reinvented it one more time, and, and this past season, it's, it's just working great. You know, it's, it's doing everything it's supposed to be doing. It's functioning well. Um, I got a private group feature on there now that if you don't want to, if you're one of those hunters that doesn't want to give your spot away, you can just go incognito, you pay two bucks, and suddenly you're hidden from the rest of the hunting community and um you you can use it with your buddies so i knew exactly where my buddies were this last season it was really cool with all the wind that we had on our gun opener here in wisconsin one of my buddies was doing a lot of spotting stuff and i could see exactly where he was live tracking real time i knew exactly where he was going and i was like oh yeah it's freaking sweet oh that's bad hey steve you in the stand yeah dude i'm totally there (laughs) (laughs) but that's also nice too in case something happens to your buddy or whatever you know exactly where he's at at all times well, I should say, so not to knock on my old man, but he's a pretty he's a pretty clumsy guy in general, and now he's getting older, it's getting worse. So, like, you know, before cell phones, we used to, we used to use walkie-talkies. Yeah, so oh, we, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm in the stand, I'm safe, I'm buckled in, we're all set. Have a good hunt. Out. You know, and now um, we'll call each other. So he'll call me when we get there, but I don't know where he went. I don't know where he actually is. I don't even go freaking babysit him. He's a grown man. But now I know exactly where he is. So if I don't get that call, I know where to go find him. Right, exactly. Definitely. Yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, guys, in case you're wondering, you have to tell your girlfriends that they have to put in their hunting license before they can check and see where hunters are yeah. at all times. No, you just don't tell them about it. They <laughs> don't know. Right. Just don't tell them don't about tell it. Don't tell them about this app. <laughs> really? You said you're in the stand. It looks like you're downtown again. Huh. I had a guy I had a guy that sent me a message. He goes, your app gave my spot away. I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. Why'd you download it? He goes, well, my, my wife made me download it. She wanted to make sure I was hunting. I'm like, my Dude, that's not my problem. You got a whole other It's your own deal, man. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. You, no, like, you know, we kid, but yeah, that is actually, you know, something that we do highly recommend. You know, you tell um tell your spouse, significant other, you know, whatever they are to you about, you know, hey, if if you don't hear from me at this time, check this app, you know, see where I'm at because if I'm not responding to you or you know, you think something's up, here's exactly where I am. It's it's you know, right. it could be a lifesaver in, in a lot of situations, you know. it's. I think it's a good thing for, you know, you try to tell somebody, hey, you know, I'm going to be hunting this area. Well, maybe that area is not good, so you decide to move. You know, it's just it, it, too, many, too many variables, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of ways you can look at it. You know, I try to promote DNR with you know hunter safety. You know, knowing your target, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. The more users we have, the more awareness you're gonna have. Obviously, not everyone's gonna have it. It's just not reality. Not. I mean, we had six hundred thousand uh, tags sold in Wisconsin for our for our whole season, and I think I have fifteen thousand downloads. So, um, you know, I'm getting there, but I'm not. I'm not six hundred thousand yet. <laughs> Not yet. So, <laughs> well, maybe uh, after this episode, you'll be. Uh, we're assuming way over that, but at least yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, it's it's funny. It's at least worth checking out. I mean, it's, so it's really cool because the public map version is free, and and so you can definitely 
download it and try it out. Now, what's interesting, and I don't know if I'm going to deal with this or not, but when the first version launched, you could zoom all the way out and you could see everybody that was using it in the entire country. So it made it look like, holy crap, there's a lot of people on here. This is great. Um, the way it's functioning now, you get a hundred, hundred yards, or hundred yards, my gosh, a hundred mile limit to that radius to see where other people are. So if you're not seeing someone and you, you feel like, man, there's got to be other people on here, you go in your settings and you increase your range to, you know, 50 or a hundred uh, miles and you're going to see more people usually. I wonder that because when I first downloaded, I was in the stand and I zoomed way out. I'm like, there's got to be more than two people hunting right now in this whole in the whole United States, you know, that have this app. Yeah, and there likely is. So I don't know. I don't. I kind of like that it that it shows people that are only close by because you don't need to see someone that's hunting in upstate New York or down in Texas. But maybe you do. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's a, depends how weird it's a you weird are. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what other? I mean, if you're me. I'm obsessed. I look at it all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. We got 50 people on right now. That's freaking great. Oh, so, yeah. Whatever. That's got to be awesome. I wish I could have like a thing like, oh, someone's listening to the podcast right now. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that'd make me feel awesome. It's like, it's like in Men in Black where he's just like zooming in, you know, enhanced, and he's like doing the whole satellite image, like looking at the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, he's looking at that app. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. Weird. Because I, I, okay. I assume that if you create an app, you know, you obviously have. Way more technology experience than I do, you know. So, I, you know, that that was kind of the question that I wanted to ask: is how difficult of a of it of a process was it for you to get something like this off the ground? Um, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass, to be honest. So, I'm a I'm a graphic designer um, by by trade, I guess. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the digital marketing realm. Uh, working for a digital ad agency as a project manager and sales guy. And so I, I've kind of brushed shoulders with a lot of people that have that kind of background as far as database development and coding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I started kind of pulling those strings right out the gate, like, hey, you know, do you want to help me? And I come to find out people don't like to do work after work. <laughs> right. So, That's true. Imagine know, that. I, hey, man, I just sit at a computer for eight hours. I'm not trying to come home and do it for another four. Um, and uh, so then I started getting bids from around the country. And it turns out, you know, it's like upwards of $50,000. I'm like, well, that's not going to fly. I don't got that kind of money. So what I ended up doing is I designed the thing myself. I did all of my Photoshop files, the, the logo. Um, every single little graphic you see is, is me. But I have a team of developers that I hired through uh, a freelance website. And uh, their going rate's a lot less expensive than 50 k So I was able to do it for a pretty significant investment still for just a guy paying out of his pocket. Um, but nonetheless... Doing the graphic design saved me quite a bit, of, quite a bit of cash. Um, so that's so. I'm, I'm, as a project manager, I know how to kind of push these people to get what I want out of them. Um, to to one to kind of like a yeah, it's not really actually finished. Uh, it's not working right. Um, to you know, this is how I want it to be whatever. Right. So it, it's kind of painting that that way. I I want it to be better and better and better all the time. I'm not going to give up until it's the best freaking app that's out there and everyone's using it. But you know, you got to start somewhere. So okay. Well, can right. you go into like maybe other little things that you can do in the app or just kind of explain what else besides just location, if there is anything and then what maybe without giving too much away, what you see the app having in the future. Um, quite a bit actually. And I, you're right about giving too much away. And I mean, I got, I got a lot of ideas. Um, one of the things I want to implement for the group features, I want to color code it. So I know that, you know, you're pink, Eric, and I'm blue. And, uh, Someone else might be green or red, so you can you can, <laughs> exactly. 
I got to give you some crap. So that, that's, <laughs> that's one small that's one small thing. And a lot of people are like, well, what, why don't you put weather on there? Why don't you put a social feature on there? And it's like, well, every time I want to do something, it costs a lot of money. So I got to be very calculated in the things that I, I think are, are good ideas and fun ideas and kind of prior, prioritize what I think is going to be the best next move. Yeah. Um, every time I have a new idea, it's going to take a lot of money in my pocket to execute it. Then I want to make sure it's something valuable, you know, so I don't have the weather in there because everyone has a weather app already. You know, some people have a favorite weather app that they like and use all the time. And, you know, how, how valuable is it to have that in my app? I'm not sure. I think wind direction um, would be great to, to put in there because if you can see where other hunters are and you know the wind's blowing, you can, you can use their location to kind of plan your spot a right. little bit better and that's kind of right. use them to your advantage. So that's probably the next thing I want to do as well as offline maps. I know there's some people that are in some pretty remote areas and the GPS works anywhere. So there's GPS units in every phone. You can go to the boundary waters. Uh, you can go wherever you can go to Alaska. It doesn't matter. Your GPS is going to work, but you're not going to have that map underneath it. So that's the important part. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the actual, that's actually the next thing that's going to happen is the offline maps. Um, that's crucial for the app to function properly. Cool. All right. Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a neat idea. Um, I've downloaded it, Steve. Steve just checked it, and uh, yeah, you can see all of us here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, you know, if 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 you're listening to this, oh yeah, it's not live, but people are gonna. There's gonna I, be like thousands of. You, you can know, see when we're in the studio knocking at the door. You it know, does. Like, you, can, you can go to coordinates, and it brings up uh, Kurt's address and the longitude and latitude of where you're at. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> well, a bunch of people. That's pretty creepy. Look. Sometimes they'll tell you exactly where you're at, and you're like, whoa. What the heck is how does it? Oh, okay. But for people that what I've learned from when I downloaded it is you can you can turn it off to where it's only working while you're using the app. It's not it continuously <laughs> running. Yeah, down. so it's kind, it's kind of like that that stupid Pokemon app that you have to keep it open. Um, Don't you talk bad about Pokemon Go? <laughs> I lost so much weight oh, on my kid. I guess. I got a brother that's 10 years younger than me, and uh, you know, when I first launched, he's like, I rode seven miles on my bike this week. I'm like, when's the last time you rode your bike? <laughs> well, probably when I was like 10, I'm like, what the hell? He's like, Pokemon Go. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Getting people outside. Right? <laughs> Man. So I have to stay open. I, I feel like it wasn't doing that before, and it's doing it now, so I got I to gotta deal with that, I think. There's just so much. Yeah, you're you know not what? a you're not a CIA agent, are you? By the way, because I, there was like a rumor that like Pokemon Go, because you had to take pictures, was like a government conspiracy about the CIA stuff. <laughs> you know, reeling you back in, Steve. I know. Maybe that's just me. It's like yeah, you're giving away exact latitude right. longitude. Eric, real question for you here: How has this <laughs> changed your success um, in public land hunting, or what have you heard like feedback like this has helped me? kill this animal or see more deer i mean is that something you're seeing or how's it changed um, your, your it's, come, it's coming in slowly so i have had i get i get emails from people so people seem to be able to find the site i don't know if it's organically um on search engines or if it's through the social media stuff that i've been doing but i have received emails where people have actually stated quite you know literally hey i, I opened up your app and there are people in a pot of land i was gonna hunt i went somewhere else you know and i didn't see any hunters so I think the biggest thing is that people are avoiding hunters. And if I can take that 50% out of the equation where people are spending 50% of their time avoiding other hunters instead of trying to track deer and deer sign and put, you know, put a deer in front of them, um, I think that's a pretty big deal as far as hunter success. So that's probably the most successful thing. In addition to that, the group feature has just been great for hunting parties. 
um, knowing where your pals are and, and where they're going and how they're moving through the woods. If you're doing a deer drive, I think it's a great thing. If someone's going to get lost or move around or do something stupid, you know, you're not going to freaking throw around right down their way. Right. Right. Cool. Not that you're looking at your phone the whole time, but if you can check in every now and again, you know. Absolutely. Um, you know, my buddy's like, hey, I moved. I'm on the other side of the park. I'm like, well, check in on the app real quick so I can see where we are. Oh, how the hell did you over there? Well, I freaking walked. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's, that's far. What the hell? Right. And that's, uh, well, the thing is. My dad my, my dad was tracking a deer this last gun season, and uh, I was like, open the app up. I'll go. I'll find you. I'll figure out where you are. And I found him through the app. No, I wasn't going otherwise. Yeah, tell me, cool. I'm by the I'm by the tree. Well, which one? Oh, the <laughs> one that I'm by. <laughs> right. Oh, that's an old boy answer. I love it. So I got a question. It says on here, you know, you can upgrade to the professional version, and uh, it says you can buy it for a dollar ninety nine. Is that a one time fee, or is that? Yep, one time fee. I'm not trying to gouge people out. I just I just want people to use the app. I figure two bucks is cheap enough where people don't have to, you know, think about like it's not a thirty dollar annual subscription. It's not five dollars. I'm not trying to get rich off of that. You know, I just want to help hunters out and get get in people's hands. So, two bucks, you pay it once, and then you can use it that way for the rest of the app app life. Oh, big, biggest thing we should have mentioned: it's on iOS and Android. It's on both. Yep, it is on both. <laughs> uh, it costs me more to do it that way, but obviously, I want to make sure everyone's using it. So, um, yeah, you're welcome, Android like... users. That's me. The only one in here, probably. <laughs> oh, Mark, I think. Yep. Well, let me say, Android's a lot easier to deal with. It's a lot easier to develop for. Um, Apple is a pain in the ass. I had to wait, I think, uh, two months before Apple approved my app the first time. And Android, they did it the next day. So really? Yep. It's pretty yep. interesting the kind of crap that Android will let into their marketplace. Yeah. And Apple's like, no, it didn't work on the Apple iPad Air. You're not going to get approved. I'm like, what the fuck? Who one's using the <laughs> Apple iPad Air in the damn woods? <laughs> well, funny. I wouldn't say nobody. The only reason I'm not is because I don't own an Apple yeah. iPad Air. Well, the thing, <laughs> what you were saying is we're like, you know, People got to check their phones and whatever. And you'll see the guys on Facebook. I don't check my phone when I hunt because I'm a bit too busy looking for deer. Meanwhile, they're live doing a live stream from a tree via Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I, a point I wanted to make, like, you know, with all the hunting apps, whatever one it may be, um, in, in your phone and the tree stand is if you're going to sit all day, you know, your phone can really, yeah, it can distract you and you might miss more than you would have if not, but it can help you get through an all-day sit when you need to be out there Absolutely. a lot easier than what... It's just one of those things. that you got to do it in moderation. Check your phone, play around for a little bit when you think it's getting slow. Put it back in your pocket and, you know, help it get help it get you through that long, long hunt, right? Yep. you got to tell yourself that when you're out there. I swear to God, it's like one of those things. When you get out there and, you're, and, and it's opener or, you know, you're out there for bow hunting or gun hunting, whatever it is you're doing, and you sit for five, ten minutes, and finally that world around you starts to really come to life when everything finally starts to get tuned out, all that street noise, all the airplanes, and you're you're like, oh, my gosh, there's a field mouse. There's an owl just swooped down. There's a ten freaking squirrels. And you can start to distinguish everything. As soon as you pull that phone out of your pocket and you start looking at it, it's like it's like you've just, the world around you has gone dead again. So, yeah, you really got to minimize your cell phone use in the woods. So as much <laughs> as I want people to use my app... <laughs> I understand that you don't want to be connected all the time. So it's kind of a weird um, double-edged sword, I guess. It is right. It is those people who are like, man, I just need to get away from people. As soon as I get away from people, man, I better check Facebook. Right. You see what all these people are doing. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, we got we got this site or this page in Wisconsin called the Wisconsin Rut Report. Some guy started. I've never been so pissed off in my life, only because I'm seeing everyone 
monster freaking deer. I'm like, what? What is this? What? How is this happening? Where's my monster deer? You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, we have a. Uh, our county has one. I mean, they're all over. There's the big archery oh, talk yeah. pages, and there's the other ones. I, I don't know. I like Facebook. I mean, partially, I'm, I had to be on Facebook because of the podcast. I like. I like. I enjoy doing the podcast page more than I do my own personal page. Um, yep. Same. It's yeah. Those pages. Facebook's good and it's bad all in one. Mm-hmm. And in the hunting world, it gets really there's a big dynamic there that it's it huge. really break down. And it's in a positive and a negative way. You know, but I what I think would would benefit from the from the app, and I'm probably not telling you anything that you haven't already heard. But yeah, the the ability to socialize with with a couple guys, you know, you could. You know, if you see guys out there, you know, the ability to, like, reach out and, you know, hey, anonymous hunter, you know, or, you know, you could be like, hey, are you seeing anything? You know, how's your setup? You could send that dot a message is what you're saying. You know, yeah, you'd be able to send them a message or something. You know, just that ability would be a little bit cool, I think. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty interesting concept. Um, I'd have to really kind of dive dive into some some granular details about that to, to make sure, I don't know, People in this in this uh, in the hunting community are, are some of the most passionate people I've ever dealt with, um, including myself. You know, I'll go off on people on accident sometimes if I get you know whenever someone's you know kind of encroaching on my on my heritage of hunting. It's like, well, f you, man. Right. You know, I'm a hunter. Right. And in that mentality, it's really touchy. So you know, if you're still in the woods and you're one of those people that's just just trying out technology and you come across this app and all of a sudden you get a message from random guy hunter over in spot B. You know, okay, that's enough of this. So it's, but on the other side, for us guys that, that use this stuff every day, you know, we're, we're itching for it. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. For sure. Tell us about, what's your website? Because I don't think we've said that yet. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it's where to hunt app.com. You could, you could type the word where in the number two. Yeah, the word where in the, in the, the word to uh, hunt app.com. You know, we'll get you there. Okay. And then uh, t- you also have on there a podcast as well. Yeah, so the podcast started before the app. Um, I, you know, the Facebook page that I started, I started initially with the, uh, you know, boots on the ground kind of, hey, does anybody hunt this land in Waukesha County? And started getting such good response. I was like, well, maybe I should make a podcast. So then um, I started that, and my first guest ever was Jared Scheffler with White Hill Adrenaline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Jared's a good old boy. Love that guy. The next guest is like, well, man, I, I can't compete with that. What the heck? I'm like, yeah, I mean, shot's too high for the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, man, that that dude was like our first big. Like when we got him on, it was like, oh man, yeah, that dude is. And awesome. you know, he's the king of public land hunting. Oh yeah, he yeah, he's the, he's the king. He's awesome. He's a great guy. I met him at uh, we Wisconsin run something called Deer Fest at the end of summer, yep. and. uh he probably had a few too many bush lattes by the time I ran into him. Yeah, we saw oh, him was in, uh, at nine in the morning. We saw him at Iowa Classic last year, and he was he was yeah, he was part of the, he's part of the bush latte club. He's got oh, yeah. his uh, he's got his bush latte star that he's earned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's a great guy. He's a, he's a great guest to have on, and that's what I try to do. I try to get people on that are going to add value to the listenership that we have. Um, I think on average, peak hunting season um, last year, I was getting five hundred downloads. Per, per episode um right now i'm about 300 so it's because i'm not as consistent as i should be i know i should do it like every week but i get busy and stuff i just got married this last october i graduated from college this last september so i'm finally now kind of getting my feet under me here and getting into some sort of good habits 
Getting after oh, it, Congratulations, man. man. Yeah. Send us pics. Yeah. Her, not yeah, you. Right. Her. <laughs> now we're going to buy a house, and, you know, maybe there's going to be a baby. There's all sorts of life things happen over here. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, hey, where to hunt uh, is going to turn into the uh, please someone come babysit my kid I want to hunt app. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Now I got ice fishing on the brain. That's the next thing. Oh, yeah. Every year they tell it, uh, we have listeners say, hey, you guys come and do Wisconsin Deer Fest, and it's something we always want to do, but it doesn't it fall on kind of a weird weekend? It's something we're, we're always busy on that weekend, can't ever make it. It's, yeah, it, it really is. It's in August, and it and last year's the first year I was able to actually make it, and it was a really cool event. It was a great show. Um, I had a ton of fun. Met a lot of cool people. There's a lot of great like archery vendors up there, and you can try all the bows out and stuff. There's a competition. Um, so it was a, it was a really cool event. It's not like a typical trade show. It's more of like a it's more like a festival kind of thing. It's oh, it's pretty cool. I'd like to go yeah. up there and podcast one of these days and check it out. I go up there and podcast, or at least go up there and, and then check po- it out, and then yeah. podcast at the hotel or something later. But uh, let's let's oh, yeah. find yeah, out. That'd be a great idea. I want to find out what kind of person you are, Eric. What? Tell me your bow hunting rig. I want to hear sight and bow, especially. <laughs> so. So my bow is, uh, well, I got a, I got a bloodhound here that's going freaking hog wild on one of my cats. <laughs> Leave him be. Um, I got a, I got a bear empire currently and a trophy ridge site on there. It's a single pin site with a adjustable or a variable, whatever. I, before that I had a Darton Viper dual cam that my dad gave to me as a hand-me-down and I had it for years and I finally last year kind of upgraded to something different a buddy of mine told me the the bear and i love it well i'm gonna recommend you naturally to hha because you're from wisconsin and i think it's your wisconsin duty to shoot an (laughs) hha site Um, yeah i heard you guys plugging that stuff and i'm like now i'm super intrigued you know i'm like okay well i gotta i gotta figure this out now oh man unmatched i'll I'll tell you that um well, the, the one I have, I'm not a fan of. So it's like you know the one that you have to write your your distance on with like a marker. Oh yeah, it's like the tape yeah. coming off. So I'm like, yeah, this is gonna get dealt with anyways. The HHA ones come with a whole sheet of sight tapes and calibration, and you can swap out the um like the, the wheel, the dial, the wheel with like a set screw. So you have your calibration one. You pull it off and then put your regular your tape on with which what it just it's easy. It shows you exactly how to do it. It's, it's and it looks clean. It's all color coded and stuff. Awesome. How much are they typically? I mean, you can get. It depends on what level or what grade of sight you want. They're everywhere on the spectrum. We shoot the one with the dovetail, the Optimizer Light uh, Kingpin, and it's uh, okay. It's it's about normal. I think I can't remember. Right for three seventy nine, wasn't it? I thought these are three set. They're expensive, but they're, mid mid they're threes. Limited. But for a site like that, on the dovetail and all the adjustments, it's, yeah, that's the top of the line one with a lifetime did warranty. Those, did those guys hook you up after you had them on your show, or what? Oh yeah, we're we're, uh, we're working with them. Scott from HHA is a great guy. We're actually going up there this weekend to podcast with them. Oh, I hear the bloodhound now. Hey, yeah, you can hear <laughs> yeah, he's on a different level right now. I don't know what's going on with him. That is an undistinct. <laughs> talking in the background here must be part of the show his name's yeah. copper copper you want to say something here or what oh did you really name him copper <laughs> yeah come yeah, on man That's fun. <laughs> uh, awesome. dude really but, uh, it was either uh, that or red so it was actually uh, okay all right yeah one of the two but yeah hj is awesome man i i highly recommend it i recommend it to everyone really and that's not just because we do work with them it's you know one of those things it's 
In my opinion, it's the best single. I think it should be there. required for every Wisconsin bow hunter. Like you should be like required to, because you're supporting local jobs too. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just that's my. Well, won't be long. I'll see if I can get them on my podcast and see if I can get them to to get. I mean, we got pretty good. I got pretty good listenership. The people that listen are like dedicated. Every time I stop doing it, they're like, "What the hell, man?" I'm like, "Why well, didn't think anybody listened to me? I just go on there and rant half the time." It's right. it's hard. Like you know, only some people will give you feedback. But I listen to radio shows, and I'm not like, well, "I'm going to email these people." I right, just yeah. listen, and you never hear anything else. But what I want to get to now is what besides your app, what's your key to success for hunting public ground what's my what like what do i do to successfully hunt it yeah um i think what i've realized over the last couple years is because every year i'm taking it more seriously than any year prior and it kind of starts to compound and the big i maybe this is from jared scheffler honestly after i had him on my show i was like yeah i think you're kind of right he had mentioned he's like i would wear the the you know, fancy camouflage with the scent locked, blah, 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 all this crap. And uh, one day my car broke down. I was covered in oil and I was pissed off and I wasn't going to hunt. He goes, you know what? Forget it. So he's, he went out anyways and he got to one of the bigger bucks of his life at that point in time. I think it's been, um, I just want to get out on more land and more, 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 more property. So last hunting season, I ended up hunting seven different plots of public hunting land. And a year prior to that, I might've hunted two. And this year, even more still, I hunted more more time because I'm not in freaking school anymore. Um, but in addition to that, I started exploring more of the land that I had been hunting. So I was only familiar with like a certain segment of that land. But now I'm like, okay, someone's going to drop me off here. I'm going to freaking walk farther. Or I'm going to put my waders on. I'm going to get over on the other side of that river where I know other guys aren't going. So I've been doing more of that. In fact, I got a canoe this last summer to, to uh, scout some land. So just putting in more effort has been pretty pretty awesome um doesn't mean i connected but it's tough i can imagine i public i don't know i wouldn't even know really to start i don't have well that's the big thing i've learned about public hunting is scouting i mean go early season check it out go deep into the woods where no one's gonna be and you know just scout it out and see if there's any deer there or what it what it looks like do a lot of public ground spots have it to where you can't leave a stand up or is it one of those things where you no you can leave it up if you want I you can so. you can leave it up. Um, you can bring a stand out there, but you can't have the the um, climbing sticks that screw into the tree. You know, right? Yeah. You have to have some that kind of clips on. I don't think, and this has changed. There's been a lot of flip flops, so it's really hard to keep up with what the DNR has been doing here. But um, there used to be a time when you could not leave your stand in overnight, and then I think they changed it that you could, as long as it's labeled with your name and customer number on the bottom. So. I don't know, and, and a lot of guys don't like leaving stuff on public land because, you know, it won't be there the next day sometimes. So it's a sad thing, I guess, but. Yeah, I always wondered what, you know, what it'd be like because in Illinois there's really not a lot, well, not a lot around our area. There might be in other areas. Um, but some of them was like, man, I lost a lot of my private hunting ground this year. Let me look at public. But all I ever hear is you don't want to go there. You don't want to go here. You know, that's all I ever hear. So I'm like, well, I'm not even, I haven't even looked. Well, the thing with in Illinois, and because um, I lived in Iowa for a year, and you know, in Illinois, especially in our area, you have to drive probably forty-five minutes to an hour to like. There's three different big chunks of public land. Well, in Iowa, you can drive you know 
I can 20 drive, minutes. I can drive 15 minutes and I'm on public ground. Each way, and you can either hunt. It's like you drive 20 minutes, you're hunting 2,000 oh. acres or like 35 acres. You know, it's, it's there. there's just, you know, that's how Illinois and Iowa is. I don't know how Wisconsin is, but I assume there'd be a lot. There is a lot, and it's, I think it's it's better up north to a degree. But the the problem with that is that there's not there's a lot less deer up north here in Wisconsin. All the deer in the southern what they call the southern farmland zones now, and those areas are hunted hard. Um, like by me, it's as soon as someone catches wind that something's open for hunting, it's it's wrecked fast. I mean, hunters are like marketers; they ruin everything. It's just they're always like. It, that's what makes it so hard. So you got to travel a little bit, but there's there's give and take of that. The further the further north you go, um, the less deer there are, and the further south you go, the more deer, but the more hunters. And then you got to figure out where the where the pressure is and how to get away from it. Yeah, I guess the one thing that I'm actually looking forward to for public land is like doing a a western public land hunt. I feel just less people probably and more area. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So I don't know. It's. I mean you. If, if you guys have watched the Whitetail Adrenaline guys, I keep going back to that, but they have segments or chapters where they hunt public in Wisconsin, and they, they kind of bash it. You know, they, they're like, ah, Wisconsin, another Wisconsin gun opener, blah, blah, blah. And it's always kind of like sucky, you know, um, versus when they go more west, um, the western part of the country, they do a lot better. Yeah, I mean, the giant typical he shot this last year, I mean, that, that stuff just, it's with a longbow, too, at that. And it blows your mind. Oh my god! Yeah, these guys are they're reinventing the whole freaking thing as far as hunting videos are uh, concerned, or DVDs or shows or whatever. No one else is doing that stuff, especially with no sponsors. That guy's following is so insane. Every time he does an episode, it's just we the response we get from people that listen is it's it's, huge. It's nuts. It's more than anyone else we've ever had on. And I don't know, yeah, because of his honesty and his show and the realness of how he is when he goes to like trade shows he doesn't go to like the big trade shows but like the local classics mm-hmm. and stuff like that i think that he's just real he is a real i think guy he only goes to the ones that serve bush i think so <laughs> yeah, he's at the iowa one yo of course yeah you get the pork chops <laughs> in a can there <laughs> so yeah he's an awesome guy that's cool it's you know what we wish you the best with the with the app and everything but you also have a blog too on the on your website yeah, I don't do much of the blog. I'm not a great writer. I I, I really suck at writing. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I talk pretty fast. I'm trying really hard to slow myself down. It's like I actually have to try at it. It's difficult to talk slow. And uh, when I write, what ends up happening is I end up missing. I miss full words. They're just not there. And I never catch it because when I go to proofread it, my, my brain just dies. Put it in place of where the word should have been. So my wife, she's a teacher, and she'll read it. She's like, Dude, you suck. It's <laughs> like, like what the heck? You know what I'm saying? Fair. That's a, it's so funny. I, yeah, that's, that's how funny because she... that's the same situation I'm in. I suck at writing. My girlfriend's a teacher, and she gives me the same shit. When I, oh, I do the yeah, Eric's. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's the same way they talk to their fourth <laughs> graders too. Like you suck. Yeah, right? yeah. She's right. a fifth grade teacher, and she's like, "You use two different types of tenses here. You use present tense and past." I'm like, I don't, I don't know. How do you freaking see that? <laughs> right. What? Exactly. I know you. I know so, you. No, no. The blog. The blog is there. Um, I should do more with it. I'd love to just pay someone to do it for me. To be honest, if someone could freaking take my my podcast and transcribe that into a podcast or into a, a blog, that'd be that'd be the the best way to go. But um, right as a pain in the rear, I'm not good at it. I don't like doing it too much. It's important to do. So, 
Yeah, it definitely is. Podcasting is a ton of fun. It's a hell of a lot easier. But like too. you, but like you oh. said, if you're not consi- well, if you're not consistent, then it's it's easy for a podcast to fade out pretty quick. Um, yep, that's very true. Well, Learn that the hard way, you know. That's why I'm at 300 downloads, not 500, because stop building up. Um, right. Hey, Eric, I got a question for you. As far as like some of us, we don't hunt the uh, public land. What would you say would be the best advantage to this app if guys for private land? Just, um, depending on how well you know the land. If you have anybody that's coming that's new to it, I know you know a lot of guys kind of change out over the years, things like that. I think the group feature is a good a good way to go on the private land, just you know. Um, what stand people are in, and, and you can kind of have an idea. I mean, quite literally, when you're in the private group feature on that map, you're going to see each other and each other only. Um, you can create the group. You get to name the group. So I called our group for gun hunting this year, Gun 2016, and it was six of us that were in there, and we could see where everybody was. And when you tap on the dot, it'll tell you their username. So I know exactly where they're at. And on private land, I think that's still kind of a cool feature um, to know. I mean, I was talking to a guy this last week on Wednesday, and him and his son were invited to hunt private property, but it wasn't their land. They'd never been to it before, and they were guesting on that land. And uh, the one guy, the guy that I was talking to, he was just uh, an acquaintance I knew through work, and he's a real safety nut, um, a little too much, you know? And I'm like, dude, I think you're the perfect candidate for this app because you're so concerned about your son taking a shot that wasn't going to be safe or vice versa. Um, I think the app would have helped him a lot yeah, had he known about it prior. But... Makes, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it would help a lot, especially, you know, I used to hunt a ground that had, it was a big, uh, big, big piece of property, and we had 13 people, I think, that hunted it total, I mean, with plenty of room per person, but it was like, you'd see someone's truck, like, parked at the main lodge, but they weren't there, it's like, man, I don't know where they went. I have no idea. Like, they took the four-wheeler off, and it's like, oh, man, because mm-hmm. you didn't want to, like, well, I'm going to go into this stand, but I kind of have to go through that their area to get over to there. If they're there. You know, yeah, and... That you know, this was back in the day. I would have killed to have an iPhone with an app like this, but you know that would be a perfect situation to use that if you hunt in a, in a party. Absolutely, or... yeah. yeah. So spread the word. You know, honestly, spread the word. I can't tell you how many people I think have downloaded. I probably got numbers in the hundreds just through conversation. I mean, I'll be at a bar. I'll see a guy with a camel hat. I'm like, hey, you hunter. Wait, <laughs> but, oh yeah. That's what. That's what. No, just just, just, just a big stone. You know, I never, I never stop. I never stop. Well, that's what you got to do. You got to you got to hustle that way. That's the thing. Like the same thing is like, oh man, you hunt. I hate to. I hate like Steve will do this because he's corny, but he'll bring up like we'll be at a bar. You ever heard of Working Class Boner podcast? And I'm like, God damn it! Steve, yeah, oh, I, I, I've done that twice. I've literally done that twice. Deal. I'm like, God, Steve, go. No, away. you know who? We have a friend who does that, and he he does it when I'm standing there. So. Maybe I understand what Kurt's saying, but eh, sometimes you got to, you know. Half the time, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I do a bowhunting podcast." If you ever just, if you, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, that's how I'll do it. I I, I go in more humble. Steve's like, "Check me out, I'm awesome." <laughs> I already have my famous. ear pods ready. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> this is the best of. Well, apparently, I'm too humble sometimes. I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's a it's a neat app." And- People are like, dude, what? It's like the coolest thing in the world. Talk about it. I'm like, ah, people get annoyed. I don't want to burn social currency here, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's just when the hunting industry and hunters, word of mouth. I say it all the time. Word of mouth is the best thing for our industry. I should just go hang out at a Gander Mountain or uh, Cabela's or Bath Pro Shop parking lot all day. There Honestly, it would probably it. pay off in it a would. big way. Make a bunch of, bunch of flyers to hand out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would, man. Yeah. Flyers, hand them when out. When your wife loses you in the store at Cabela's, she can find you now. Or, hey, <laughs> when, that's a fact. Yeah, well, that's right. 
when you're Christmas shopping at the mall, she goes in to shop. You walk around the parking lot and slide your business card under everybody's windshield wiper. That's a thing. There you go. <laughs> I so make sure you don't give it to a bunch of anti-hunters. Well, like, finally, true. we'll find them where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, that's all the time I'm thinking. I'm like, man, I'd be putting flyers up because, you know, people are going to read it. Like, where I've, do- done, yeah, I've done a couple flyers at, like, gun shows and stuff. I'm not sure. What, I mean, it can't be. It doesn't hurt, but I. To get people to go from paper to digital, it's a pretty big leap. It's kind of it's a weird thing, but if you get a flyer in your hand, unless it's something that really intrigues you, um, it's tough to get people to that or just uh, like why is this? But you got to make it catchy. That or be visible, just everywhere, Facebook and in person, anywhere you can be yep. visible on Which the it, Word to Hunt app. You'll be visible there. It's tough to it's it. tough to do it with the. Uh, I mean, with the podcast, even it's hard. With with anything, oh, yeah. it's tough. Unless you're wanting to yeah, fork out money on Facebook nowadays, actually, you might flood it. you might flood your own hunting spot. Everybody like, oh yeah, there's an app for that. I can go hunting out there. Cool, thanks. And then everybody <laughs> everybody yeah. shows up at your spot. Right. <laughs> Son of a. But uh, Eric, anything we missed that you feel like we should cover? No, I think you guys got it. Um, I mean, we got the website. The website will take you to the app, so that's great. And then there's you know a Facebook and YouTube, Instagram. I have not touched YouTube in a while. It's such a a whole other step to get people like episodes on there. Um, I'm doing a, a commercial soon for the app, so that'll be put out on all of the social media channels. Um, hopefully, that'll be done inside of the next month or two, depending on how quick the videographer can work. Um, so that'll be a really cool thing as far as explaining how the app kind of functions and works. So people do have a lot of questions about it. I've asked people if there's a tutorial, and there isn't. Um, but if anybody has any questions, just just shoot me an email. I'm the guy. I'll get back to you. I respond to every single freaking email people send me. I'm very happy to do that. Um, so if there's anybody that has any questions about it, have them reach out. But you got the, the website. The website will take them wherever else they need to go. We're on app.com. And uh, I think we talked about everything that the app can currently do, and hopefully it's going to do a lot more in the future. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll share it all up. I'll have everything linked in the description of the episode. Um, stick around on the phone. Uh, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Check out the app. Um, Definitely public land guys. We have a lot of public land hunters that listen to the podcast. Uh, does anybody, would you guys like to add anything? I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah, more let's... people should join the boat. Yeah, yeah. Eric, I hope, uh, yeah, let, join the boat. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> join the boat. I like Thanks that. for having me on, guys. It's, it's been a pleasure talking with you, so it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Mark, anything? Yeah, it looks, looks like a great app to me. I'm going to try it out for sure. Appreciate you being on. Cool. We'll share it all up. Stick around on the phone here. Guys, thank you so much. We've got a lot planned. Let us get through the holidays. The store is still coming. Everyone's asking, like, oh, what's going on? Yep. I want to get some shirts or something. We're working on it. Um, the shoot, like everything we said, we're, we're building on it more. we got some more things in store. Um, takes a little bit of time. Uh, we love you, and you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss life on the water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment.